0: Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. On today, I want to share with you a word from the Lord around the theme new things. Oh, yes, new things, and the fact that believers in Christ will one day experience a new heaven and new earth full of new things. This is week two of a series of teaching on this theme and if you want to hear the first session please go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com click on the word podcast find nuggets of truth in the list then click on the listen now icon. This will take you to my previous programs by date. In the first session I talked about the new heaven and the new earth that Apostle John saw and wrote about in Revelations chapter 21. He gave us his description of a new planet which had a capital city called New Jerusalem. John saw nations of people living on this planet. He saw them enter into the city to bring praise and worship unto the Lord. This text also implies that these nations will leave this city to live on the rest of the earth, but will come back to bring glory and honor to the Lord. Where would these nations be going? Well, they will be going out into the earth to enjoy their new earth rewards. They will begin to experience new things. Oh yes, and I emphasize new things. What John saw in Revelations 21 is the home of the Christians for eternity after this dispensation of grace, this period of time when mankind has a chance to allow Christ to take their robe of sin and shame and to replace it with his righteousness. After Jesus comes back, to this earth to remove the influence of Satan and the Antichrist he will then start his new kingdom with his followers and his new heaven and new earth beloveds people who do not accept Christ as their personal Savior and Lord will not experience these new things in their eternal home non-believers will be in a place that John called the lake of fire John spoke what he saw. He saw a lake of fire. Other writers also mentioned darkness and torment. There is no mention of a life that mirrors what we have now or what believers in Christ will have in the new heaven and new earth. For this reason, I want to encourage and continue to encourage us to stay on the path of God's plan for our lives. Staying on this path will get us to this new heaven and new earth that is full, oh yes, full of new things. We can only receive these new things if we let Christ become our Savior Lord. and Lord. I stress the great truth that Jesus not only wants us to accept Him as our Savior, accept His sacrifice, But he wants to become our Lord. He wants to be our leader. He wants to become a part of our daily lives. He wants us to allow the Holy Spirit to help us live the life that he planned for each of us. Dear hearts, this is very important to each of us because this life and only this life will allow us to reap rewards with christ as christians we will receive rewards on this earth and also in the new earth when we allow the life of christ to be lived through us let me give you some scripture to support this truth revelations 22 and 12 says and behold and this is christ speaking he said, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. 1 Corinthians 3.8 says, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. 2 Corinthians 5 and 10 says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive the things done in the body, according what he has done, whether good or bad. Revelations twenty, verse eleven through fifteen. And this is John speaking. When I, then I saw a great white throne, and, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Now in these scriptures, the the writer makes it very clear that God is going to judge each of us based on what we do in our lives and with our bodies. The Lord is keeping a diary of what we do and think about every moment and every day of our lives. John the writer actually saw library books, which I call God's diaries of our lives. Each book is filled with details about each of us. Each of us have a section that records the things that we do. God is recording things that will affect the reward that we will receive from Him. And the good news is, we determine what our life will be like in eternity. For this reason, we must daily strive to please the Lord so our reward will be full of new things. Now, first. Corinthians 3 mentions that our reward will be given based on our own labor. This implies that the Lord requires work from us. He assigns tasks to us just like our employers. The good news is that the Lord is better than our natural employers. You see, the Lord will not go bankrupt or forget our labor for him. You see this truth in Hebrews 6, verse 10 and 12. The writer says, for God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward his name and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of the hope and to the end and that you do not become sluggish but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Now in this scripture, Paul the writer assures us that God is a just God. He is fair and not forgetful. Paul encourages us to stay faithful to the service of the Lord until the end of our lives. This implies that there is not retirement from the work of the Lord. Of course our pace may change, but our service must continue for the Lord. We're not too old and not too young. To give the Lord a proportion of our increase. Daily, beloveds, the Lord outpours his blessings of strength and courage and finance, wisdom, time, energy, hope, faith, patience kindness and many, many things into our lives. And out of this increase, the Lord will tell us what to give and who to give it to. Now, in the midst of this giving, Paul also warns us not to become sluggish in our giving. In other words, do not allow tiredness to overtake us. Do not let us neglect God's call in our life. And I'm not encouraging us to work in a tired state for the Lord. I, I'm encouraging us to rest so we can give God what he wants from us. This means that we must let go of things that drain our strength and take our time for the Lord. This is where we must prayerfully, oh yes, prayerfully select the things that we do in our lives. I believe for all of us, this is a learned attribute. Uh, for our life. It doesn't come naturally. For there's a tendency for some of us to overload ourselves with things that take our time for the Lord. I know for me my challenge is to work full time as an engineer, maintain my home and family, plus fulfill my call as a Bible teacher on radio. There are some days and weeks when I am exhausted. So what do I let go Well, for me, God stays at the top of my list and the rest must find its place. I I have committed to be on radio 52 weeks of the year. This means I have to balance my time between my secular job, radio ministry, my home and my family. The good news is over the years, I have learned to live a life of balance. I can give God his time. Give me my me time with rest, relaxation, massages, oh yeah, vacations away from my home. I'm able to keep my home and cars in base conditions. Beloveds, I have learned to do this without taking God's time and service from him. And I say this to encourage you to be patient with yourself. Give yourself growing time. Forgive yourself for being on overload. Forgive yourself for saying yes to everyone's request without first looking at your schedule. Forgive yourself for putting God last. and I'm a witness that God will patiently wait on us. To put him first. He waits. For our best service. That will help. Us finish. His work appointed to us in his life. He wants us to be like Paul. And say. I have fought a good fight. This is 2 Timothy 4. 7 and 8. Paul said I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. And not to me, but only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Beloveds, God wants you to receive that crown of righteousness. Fight, fight, fight for the call he has in your life. Well, beloveds, I've got to go. God bless you. And I hope to share Again with you on next week.